Revelation chapter 10. I saw another strong angel coming down out of heaven, clothed with a cloud, and the rainbow was upon his head, and his face was like the sun, and his feet like pillars of fire. And he had in his hand a little book which was open. He placed his right foot on the sea and his left on the land. And he cried out with a loud voice as when a lion roars. And when he had cried out, the seven peals of thunder uttered their voices. Once again, six judgments are rendered, first the seals, now the trumpets, and the last anticipated. Then, just as in chapter 7, there is an interlude. John observes a second strong angel. There will be three. The description is unique to the book of Revelation. The other adjective applied to the angel is mighty. The first mighty angel was described by John in chapter 5, proclaiming in a loud voice, Who is worthy to open the scroll and to break its seals? Nothing else was given by the apostles to describe this first mighty angel. We are told much more about this latest messenger of God. The first thing we are told about the angel is he comes down from heaven. This tells us also that John is on earth. The first angelic encounter was actually in heaven. The second disclosure is he is clothed in a cloud. Throughout scripture, clouds have divine significance, none more so than the covenant described in Genesis 9.13. Ezekiel 1.28 embellishes. As the appearance of the rainbow in the clouds on a rainy day, so was the appearance of the surrounding radiance. Such was the appearance of the likeness of the glory of the Lord. And when I saw it, I fell on my face and heard a voice speaking. The third revelation, a rainbow, reinforces the reminiscence of the Noahic covenant and Ezekiel's vision. The fourth characteristic extends the vision to Moses descending from Sinai, from Exodus 34:29. It came about when Moses was coming down from Mount Sinai and the two tablets of the testimony were in Moses' hand as he was coming down from the mountain, that Moses did not know that the skin of his face shone 
because of his speaking with him. The last descriptor is unmistakable from Exodus 13:21. The Lord was going before them in a pillar of cloud by day to lead them on the way and in a pillar of fire by night to give them light that they might travel by day and by night. The authority under which the messenger travels is that of the Lord God Almighty. And he has a little scroll. Ezekiel foretold its appearance and content in Ezekiel 2, beginning in verse 9. Then I looked, and behold, a hand was extended to me, and lo, a scroll was in it. When he, that is, the Lord God, spread it out before me, it was written on the front and back, and written on it were lamentations, mourning, and woe. As opposed to the first scroll, this scroll is already open. The dominion of the authority is defined by the objects under the feet of the mighty angel. His right foot rests on the sea. His left foot rests on the earth. The dominion is the entirety of God's creation on the third day. What happens next in Revelation was prophesied in Jeremiah, chapter 25, beginning in verse 30. Therefore you shall prophesy against them all these words, and you shall say to them, The Lord will roar from on high and utter his voice from his holy habitation. He will roar mightily against his fold. He will shout like those who tread the grapes against all the inhabitants of the earth. A clamor has come to the end of the earth because the Lord has a controversy with the nations. He is entering into judgment with all flesh. As for the wicked, he has given them to the sword, declares the Lord. The roar of the lion coming from the angel is answered by seven peals of thunder. King David gives us the vision of the hearing in Psalm chapter 29, beginning in verse 3. The voice of the Lord is upon the waters. The God of glory thunders. The Lord is over many waters. The voice of the Lord is powerful. The voice of the Lord is majestic. The voice of the Lord breaks the cedars. Yes, the Lord breaks in pieces the cedars of Lebanon. He makes Lebanon skip like a calf and Syrian like a young wild ox. The voice of the Lord hews out flames of fire. The voice of the Lord shakes the wilderness. 
the Lord shakes the wilderness of Kadesh. The voice of the Lord makes the deer to calve and strips the forest bare. And in his temple, everything says glory. Thunder is the symbol of judgment. Thunder is also the symbol of revelation. John has heard revelation in the seven peals of thunder. Continuing in Revelation chapter 10, beginning in verse 4. When the seven peals of thunder had spoken, I was about to write, and I heard a voice from heaven saying, Seal up the things which the seven peals of thunder have spoken, and do not write them. The voice of God has prohibited the written revelation of the message the apostle found in the thunder. Continuing in verse 5, Then the angel whom I saw standing on the sea and on the land lifted up his right hand to heaven and swore by him who lives forever and ever, who created heaven and the things in it, and the earth, and the things in it, and the sea, and the things in it, that there will be delay no longer. But in the days of the voice of the seventh angel, when he is about to sound, then the mystery of God is finished, as he preached to his servants, the prophets. This heavenly colossus takes an oath to the Lord. There will be no further interludes. At the sound of the seventh trumpet, the mystery of God given to the prophets will be fulfilled. From Daniel chapter 12, verse 9. I heard the man dressed in linen who was above the waters of the river, as he raised his right hand and his left toward heaven, and swore by him who lives forever, that it would be for a time, times, and half a time. And as soon as they finished scattering, shattering the power of the holy people, all these events will be completed. The trumpet, soon to sound, will herald the end of the time period told by Daniel and announce the completion of the ingathering of Israel. The stage will be completely set. Ezekiel prophesied in chapter 3, what comes next? Then he said to me, Son of man, eat what you find. Eat this scroll and go speak to the house of Israel. So I opened my mouth and he fed me this scroll. He said to me, Son of man, feed your stomach 
and fill your body with this scroll which I am giving to you. Then I ate it, and it was sweet as honey in my mouth. In Revelation 10, beginning in verse 8, Then the voice which I heard from heaven, I heard again speaking with me, saying, Go, take the book which is open in the hand of the angel who stands on the sea and on the land. So I went to the angel, telling him to give me the little book. And he said to me, Take it and eat it. It will make your stomach bitter, but in your mouth it will be sweet as honey. I took the little book out of the angel's hand and ate it, and my mouth, it was sweet as honey. And when I had eaten it, my stomach was made bitter. The word of God is bitter in the evangelist's stomach, owing to its content and the anticipation of the message he is to deliver. The sweetness is the knowledge. The bitterness is the dread. John has assumed the role of the bearer of bad tidings. And they said to me, You must prophesy again concerning many peoples and nations and tongues and kings. The Lord God Almighty and his strong angel in unison and unity command the apostle to further assume the role of prophet to all the remaining people of earth, those under divine judgment. Blessed is he who reads and those who hear the words of the prophecy and heed the things which are written in it, for the time is near.